0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekend Catch-Up Podcast. We are releasing on a little bit of a delayed schedule because we had some technical issues in the whole yeah. studio.
1: Can we talk about how we learned last week not to work late? We had to not work late. We had okay. to just cut it off.
0: Ooh, let's talk about it. Should
1: we talk about it? I'm okay. Gonna do it. Yeah.
0: So, our sister station, KLRC, has a great podcast. I'm going to plug it because we kind of yeah. took over their podcast. <laughs> um, they have a great podcast called More Than Small Talk. It's some incredible author ladies who kind of talk about life. They invite you to join them through.
1: Say women. Women sounds better.
0: Okay, women. They're very talented, smart women who invite you to sort of join them on a discussion on basically every sort of big topic of life, right? Uh Uh-huh. That being said, very different from our podcast. (laughs) The vibe is
1: very different. Could not
0: be more different. Very different. Uh, In fact, maybe our TikTok for this week is going to be talking about this because it's it's funny enough to address this. It is. Anyway, when I was scheduling last week's episode of the Weekend Catch-Up Podcast, I accidentally sent our audio out through the... More than small talk, women's channel.
1: And that one's way more listened to than our podcast. There's there's like
0: 50,000 subscribers to this podcast. (laughs) So, Oops. Oops. That was a big oof on your part. About 50,000 women between the ages of like, I don't know what their target demo is, but like 50,000 women between like 35 and 55 got us. Which Instead. is markedly different.
1: The the episode that I talked about vandalizing a church bathroom, by yeah, the way. Yeah.
0: It was um <laughs> it was different. It was very different for them. Oops. Uh they're very gracious and I love them. They're wonderful people. We fixed
1: it, but yeah, the did podcast did go out to several
0: um yeah people. We fixed it, but it is the damage was done by the time they messaged me and said they were so gracious, they were like, Hey, is there a reason why the weekend catch up podcast is running under our podcast this week? And Not I kind of had question. like the camera zoomed in on my face while like the intense orchestra music was playing. I was very ba, scared. Ba, ba, ba. Exactly. So, ba, ba, had a little ba, ba, ba. bit of a cold sweat nightmare last weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah. But this one, hopefully, everything has gone smooth. And swell. why did that happen? Because of me, because I stayed up late editing the podcast. How late? like 11 o'clock
1: i know so we don't do that anymore so no. last night we were recording the podcast on
0: policy we don't do that anymore
1: we don't do that anymore last night we were doing the podcast and we said let's just i re-record. got a new microphone yeah it it wasn't wasn't working
0: we said let's just wait re-record on friday be fresh brie had an orange coming into the studio we're feeling good
1: i know i'm feeling citrusy yeah. feeling fresh
0: so let's get into it do you have a week in pop culture this week
1: Yes, I do. I okay. was trying to remember because we've done all this once before. So yes. it all feels redundant, but, but it's OK.
0: Pretend like this is new.
1: <laughs> OK. Uh, yes, I have a new week of pop culture. I'm okay. so excited. There is a new movie coming out in the summer. I could not be more excited about it. Okay. So back when the movie theaters were just opening up, I think that we went and saw there were a bunch of horror movies that got released all yeah. at once. So that's my jam. Right. I'm excited about it. Those are the movies that... Like normal people go to Marvel movies. I go to scary movies because they're scarier in the theaters. Right. So Jordan Peele, the comedian, is a horror producer, writer, Yeah, and he has a new movie coming out. I'm so excited. Uh, During the Super Bowl, uh, there was an ad for it, but it was just cuts of his other two movies, which is um, one of them is called Us and the other one is get out mm-hmm. and they're kind of like elevated horror i don't like that term but it's elevated horror they win a lot of awards right um and they're more psychologically based kind of than heady. gory yep so um really good so uh he's coming out with a new one it's called nope mm. and it should be really good oh this looks so good it looks like aliens maybe yeah if you we haven't, haven't seen, seen the trailer really. for it
0: check it out it's very um
1: yeah the trailer dropped um Last week at some point. So the one at the Super Bowl was just like a, here's his other two movies. We have a new movie coming out. And the actual trailer came out last week. There's yeah. a lot of horses in it.
0: A lot of horses. If you're a horse girl, this movie is going to be yeah. great for you. Or maybe not, depending on what happens to all the horses. We'll have
1: to it. look at doesthedogdie.com. Yes, yes, that's
0: a big one for this movie.
1: Um, and then there's lots of, you know, the car wash guys that, like, dance around. The, the wacky,
0: wavable, inflatable arm flailing tube Yes, men.
1: lots of those, and they all deflate at one time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it looks so good. So, yeah. Jordan Peele does um, black stories. So, it's all about, um, like, all of his main characters are black in mm-hmm. the stories and it's really they're always so good yeah right
0: this is centered around um the longest hollywood horse training family like they supply movie horses basically mm-hmm. yeah and they mentioned how the first film the first the first motion film was a black dude on a horse so yeah and that happened to be that character's like great 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 grandfather or something yeah so it's very neat how it's kind of got this tie-in to the movie industry itself yeah um, the trailer itself really wigged me out and that doesn't often happen but there's something about the score the cinematography and thing about jordan movies that i'm just like
1: oh they're so good yeah. I, d- I just love his story too like mm-hmm. he was a comedian and people found out he was gonna do movies and they thought it was gonna be like a media kind of thing but mm-hmm. he ended up being like nope i'm gonna write horror movies And everyone's yeah. like what and they win a ton of awards they're so yeah. good Yeah, But anyway, what about you? What's your week in pop culture?
0: um, My week in pop culture, of course, the Super Bowl happened, and I am one of those very annoying people who get excited about the commercials. I know that that's borderline a personality trait, but I don't claim it. But I'm like, okay, the commercials are going to be kind of neat. What I was kind of surprised by were the frequency of crypto coin commercials that we saw. There was one for Coinbase. There was another one for a bunch of different crypto wallets. Matt Damon, Larry David, all of these different celebrities have kind of been tapped to be spokespeople for cryptocurrency stuff. And interesting, since this is kind of a world that I was involved in a while ago that I mainly just associated with sort of people deeply rooted in the Internet and not, you know, the Super Bowl crowd, because I feel like the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl is kind of our last big cultural touch point. So it's kind of everyone watches it. So to have crypto out in front of everyone it felt really weird. And yeah. it kind of rather than sort of normalize it for me, it almost brought it down to the level of scamminess that I was kind of worried it was anyway. <laughs> like, OK, because someone made this comparison that back during the dot com bubble right before the bubble burst of the whole dot com thing, uh, the Super Bowl that is ran, it
1: burst is it, or is it burst,
0: bursted, busted right before the bubble busted for the dot com bubble. There was Super Bowl ads for things like Socks.com. Everything had Mm -hmm. its own specific website because people were just it was a real estate boom, but for the Internet. Right. People were buying website dot com addresses left and right. And then it sort of burst, busted, popped, and everyone kind of lost a lot of money. And rather than crypto being very, very normalized by Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. I think that this sort of made it go Uh, They're really pushing this, huh? Like, this is kind of gross. This is this is really frustrating. I don't know if I like this. So my week in pop culture is if I had to wrap it up, I think it would be stressing out over the prevalence of crypto. (laughs) Like, I think it's getting worse and I don't know that it's going to get better. Like, I feel like in next year's Super Bowl, there's going to be advertisements for NFTs. Like, there's going to be Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT commercials.
1: I don't know that NFTs will be around that long.
0: You really don't think so?
1: No, they're ridiculous.
0: I agree. Yeah, They're ridiculous. I completely agree, but I think that there's that's no be... point to
1: them. It's like a bottle of wine you can't drink.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be that. thing, It's though. like George
1: Washington's bottle of wine that you don't drink; you just have. Right. It's not a real thing.
0: It's not, but people are going in on it really hard. So
1: some some people are going in on it
0: really hard. Some people this who happen a to be my age This is not a layman's thing. This is not
1: like a normal person's thing. Like crypto, everybody does crypto. Everybody is able to do crypto. Not everybody is buying a $500,000 NFT.
0: I'm just saying, though, I think that with crypto being pushed like this, it's only logical that NFTs are going to be pushed even harder next year. I don't think so, but. OK, well, that's my week in pop culture is being a stressed. I think that it's going to be a Cronut
1: this. like everybody's going to have it. Is a what? It, you know, do you remember the Cronut thing?
0: Oh, like the um, the chocolate croissants? Yeah, that's like a cross
1: between a a donut and a croissant. And there was one place that made them and people would line all the way around the block to get them. And then now everybody makes them. Okay, yeah. So it lost its novelty.
0: Once the scarcity kind of dropped. Yeah. Everyone got it.
1: Everybody was able to make it.
0: That's actually a good transition into our first story, Brie. Oh, nice. Scarcity brings a crowd. And when the scarcity drops, people lose interest. Okay, so this is going to be bringing a pretty big crowd because this
1: Kylie Jenner cosmetics.
0: Yes. I was going to say that exactly, like Kylie Jenner cosmetics. (laughs) Yeah. A big crowd has been uh, drawn to this already. Disney adults are losing their minds because on Wednesday, Walt Disney announced that they are creating a real life neighborhood full of real world people for you to live in. Okay, how appealing does this sound? The brand announced that they have purchased a 24 acre basically plot in uh, Coachella Valley in Florida. They're calling this. Let me see if I can find Cotino. Okay. This is a pre-planned community that features a big oasis in the center. And I love this. Waters filled with trademarked here, Crystal Lagoon technology we're TM, not sure TM, TM. we're not sure at crystal lagoon technology
1: again i say this is this is like in parks and rec when they had the h2 flow instead <laughs> it just, of fluoride. It just
0: fluoride <laughs> it's just
1: fluoride they're just it's probably just chlorine but they're calling yeah. it something different it That's, makes it it's like slightly hawaiian breeze scented or something yeah, 100%. no no
0: uh disney is saying that people will be able, be able to buy a wide range of home types that also include curated experiences including live performances philanthropic endeavors and cooking classes so this is a um, come
1: help us build another house yes the philanthropic endeavor <laughs> yes.
0: of free labor reconstruction <laughs> free construction for their homes free construction uh, bring you closer to your neighbor by building their home for free yeah for free um jump in if you think philanthropically I'm wrong. i think that this this is weird and foreboding to me because it's like i'm looking at the retirement home that our children will inevitably drop us off at To play with lightsabers Uh because Disney adults are kind of a joke now, but these are people who are kind of in an arrested development situation where they're like 33 and they're still taking BuzzFeed quizzes about like, which dwarf are you? And like I think
1: that don't knock on the Disney adults. You're being mean about the Disney adults. I think,
0: though, that this neighborhood is going to be targeted for two people, people who are already retired and want to live in kind of like a wacky, hyper expensive Disney world. Great. Whatever. Do you. But I also really see this. They're already putting a 55 and over community in this Cotino thing. Uh huh. And I think that this really is going to be the assisted living facility for millennials. I think they're building it right in front of us.
1: You're, you're overestimating how much money millennials have because we are the brokest generation known to man that's true that's very true we are so broke no yeah. one can afford houses
0: so then do you think there's going to be like this is subsidized like, this is Mickey like a, Mouse housing this is a
1: super duper popular area of florida right that is not going to be cheap
0: right no it's not at all
1: it's not going to be cheap no one's going to be able to afford the only people that this is going to appeal to is going to be investors That come in and buy them as either rentals for the millennials that rent or it's going to be Airbnbs. Okay. This is all it's going to be good for. Okay. Because millennials can't afford this. Like their target demographic can't afford it.
0: That's true. So it's going to be either aging. So it's going to have
1: to be 55 and over. Or right. bust, People like who that's do it. Okay, yeah.
0: but I'm also envisioning, like I said, maybe a Mickey Mouse scholarship program where <laughs>
1: you win a house. Yeah,
0: you win a house. Maybe this is the new like streaming service for Disney Plus, where like
1: this is the new stay in Cinderella's castle. Yeah, but, have you heard about that?
0: But Cinderella's castle is just like a 1,000 square foot ranch
1: <laughs> have you heard about cinderella's castle
0: is this like the thing at the disney world where you get to go there and stay is that
1: but they don't let you buy it it's only for like like make a wish make kids. a wish stuff or okay. promotional like mm. the bucketless family got it for one night
0: okay that kind of thing this is the big high dollar like rare experience
1: but you can't buy it it's not purchasable
0: oh okay it's All right. only to give away so Katino though, isn't actually a new phenomenon for Disney. Yeah, let's
1: talk about this because it has existed in the past yeah. and it's not successful. We can kind of get a
0: whiff of where this is going. Uh, back in the 90s.
1: This is going to go the way of the Nickelodeon cruise. Let's just put it that Ooh, way.
0: That's a strong, that's a strong <laughs> concern. Like if someone brought that up in the boardroom when they were talking about doing this, I think it would be shot down.
1: I think it would. Just I don't that think alone. that it would exist.
0: So back in the 90s, we found out that Disney made this town in Florida called Celebration. And Mm -hmm. basically, it was this pre-planned community with all these pink and pastel buildings, very like Disney creates a beach town kind of Mm -hmm. vibe. And uh, residents that live there now have kind of this brutal assessment of it that it's basically just an empty tourist trap where the people that live there just use it as a sleeper community and no one actually hangs out there. So basically, they created this weird, quirky ghost town that's only comprised of tourists. Mm -hmm. And I don't see how... Catino could be any different. Like I'd be mean, like, that's Katino's destiny. Like look at Celebration Florida. That is going to be Katino in like 50 years.
1: The, it's going to end up being like the sun washed buildings, empty pool. Yeah. Like that's what it's going to end up being. Because, a falling
0: apart Mickey Mouse animatronic.
1: Yeah. Like there's no <laughs> way, there's no way to like maintain that yeah. over time. Also, we need to talk about what the property dues are going to be on this thing because it this thing is going to have a heckin POA. Yeah. Okay.
0: For those of you who don't know, that's um, property.
1: Property Owners Association. Oh, nice. You can also have a Homeowners Association, an HOA. I think that this Homeowners Association is going to be like, I don't know four hundred dollars a month or something probably
0: my last thing for this before we jump into topic two: do you think this is gonna have like a dedicated police force like
1: oh yeah well it says doesn't celebration
0: gangs of mousketeers running around i
1: don't think celebration has a police force no
0: they don't they don't
1: have a dedicated police force
0: i think they're served by like the adjacent county or something
1: what happens when like a tsunami comes and like that no one's there to pick up all the branches because it's not in its own city.
0: I want to be char- in charge of the Mickey mouse secret police for Catino, the Florida. Mickey mouse secret police. Like I want to run around and arrest people who are not true Disney fans.
1: No, it's the people that don't cut their grass short enough.
0: Yeah. I'll be in the, I'll be in charge of the vans that disappear. People you are going to be
1: the POA <laughs> Mickey mouse.
0: It'll be awesome.
1: Hey, but if you, this is your thing, go for it. Yeah. Like if this is your thing, if you're a Disney adult, no shade. Yeah. No shade. You if go, that's girl. what you want, yeah. If that's what you want, go for it.
0: <laughs> Jumping into topic number two, Wordle. You play it. I play it. We all play your it. Your grandma plays it. Your great grandma plays it. Everyone's playing. We Wordle. found
1: out last week a grandma played it. And I know. Saved her life.
0: That's right. A woman was playing with her daughter. She quit playing for a day, and her daughter was like, "Mom's in trouble." Send she the police, always sends
1: me the Wordle and Mickey Mouse like,
0: Secret Police. Yeah, she like saved her mom's life because she didn't get her mom's Wordle score that day, which is mm-hmm. nuts. Um, but everyone could be better at Wordle, right? That's a safe assessment. I think
1: that nobody needs to try to be better at Wordle. Well, this is the thing
0: for those of you that want to try.
1: Well, you're like, well, if that's not the case,
0: (laughs) Tyler Glale, a video game designer used. This is, of course, machine learning and AI, okay, to create a list of 2,315 possible answers for Wordle. Okay. This is really numbers heavy and 12,972 potential guesses. Okay. Okay. So he took basically the known catalog of Wordle words and he threw about 13,000 words against that list, okay. okay? And he assigned them numerical scores based on which ones were more likely to get you the answer the quickest, okay? These aren't words that are the answers, but these are words that will help you have a strong start and get you to the answer, okay?
1: Okay, so this is supposed to get you to the answer the right. quickest.
0: These are the words that you start with that help you get to the answer the quickest. Okay,
1: okay you're saying this much more succinctly than the first time we recorded this Well, this podcast. is our
0: second take. <laughs> okay, you ready for
1: the words? Yeah. Oh, I haven't started mine yet, so let me see. Okay. Give me one and I'll, I'll plug it in.
0: Okay, we're going to do this. This is a live Wordle no, attempt. No, I
1: can't do my live Wordle attempt because I'm really bad at it, so okay. it's, sometimes <laughs> it takes me like an hour. Okay. <laughs> so we'll be here all day. Okay. But give me one and And I will put it in as my first word. I'll let you pick which one it is. Okay.
0: So let's try. Let's try raise. R-A-I-S-E. Okay. Okay. Now this term, this very ordinary Uh term. What's up?
1: Only got one letter. Oh no.
0: (laughs) So listen, this very ordinary term is the one that Glale's algorithm found to be the single best outlet for potentially guessing the correct wordle in a single guess. Okay? Okay. So after typically in all of the simulations that were run, if you put in "raise" as your first word, okay, in most cases, it gives you enough information to guess it in a single guess on the next line. Okay, okay, it wasn't the case this time, but it—you know—results may vary.
1: Well, I, I haven't guessed my second guess yet.
0: Right, perfect. I just typed
1: in "raise." I may get it on this next one.
0: Do you want to know the other two words? Yes. So, "wrote." This is a term from the financial sector. R O A T E. This was able to get people the solutions the fastest it's a combo of finding the solution to the maximum of five guesses it always led to the correct solution in those instances so there's some variables to this like humans won't always guess the daily wordle by starting there but it's an effective starter word okay
1: okay i like that these and what's that third word
0: the third word the final word is sore s-o-a-r-e
1: which is a word apparently
0: yeah so it's a it's a term used to describe a young hawk so yeah
1: Ah, lovely. Okay, yes. I like how they're doing this because they'd go three vowels, two consonants. Mm -hmm. So my normal starting word was "adieu," adieu because it has four vowels. Mm -hmm. So the trick to Wordle is using as many of those vowels first. Of course. Find out what vowels you're going to be working with, because all of the words that we use are based on vowels. Right. So, but I like that they're going three vowels two consonants two popular consonants that's an interesting technique yeah yeah. because i was going four vowels one slightly less used consonant so it was never used so i'm not someone
0: who's typically employed a real strategy to wordle but i have been doing a do lately um but i think you that do gonna...
1: too have a strategy you oh. write it down okay yeah on paper yeah
0: i kind of i kind of word out what i'm doing on a piece of scratch paper so you do that's that's my strategy but i'm never like obsessive about what my starter word is but i think i'm gonna borrow one of these words from the list this I'm week i
1: might try race from now on because yeah. i like it it has it has a i e yeah yep those are good and then r and s are also good
0: yeah so if you're that's a wordle how you person, spell
1: that word
0: <laughs> if you're a wordle person and you have a strategy that you swear by and it's different from what this guy's algorithm says tell us what it is i would love to know yeah we really, really would um so, transitioning into our last story this week
1: i promise next week we won't talk about wordle how about this unless no, unless something really bad happens that. with wordle <laughs> we can't promise talk we're talking about wordle like four weeks in a row it's a, know, a big
0: deal we're a pop culture podcast <laughs> it's a big deal okay all right, so I'm going to start this last story with a quote here. This is great. This is uh, State Trooper Matthew Scott. He says, it's kind of a weird situation. At this point...
1: Matt Scott is a funny State Trooper name. Can we just say? Matt
0: Scott is a funny it's State two Trooper two first name. names. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Okay. Trooper Scott. Trooper Scott said, it's kind of a weird situation. At this point, the cabin is definitely not where it's supposed to be. There are different motives, sure, but that's a detail we're trying to uncover. So the back the background here... Uh, State troopers in Michigan are investigating a theft of a 12 by 28 foot tiny home located on a lake out in the middle of nowhere. The cabin owners returned um, in December after they left in November to find the cabin completely gone. Okay. Okay. Completely and totally gone. A tiny home having all of the benefits of simple living, minimalist lifestyle Mm -hmm. has the, I guess, now understood threat of. Someone could straight jack your entire home. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone.
1: Well, and the article doesn't say it, but it says that the the they came back a couple days ago, real time, and it wasn't there. So yeah. they suspect that it was actually taken in between those dates. Yeah, but they really don't. It's know. been gone for two months. It could be anywhere. Yeah. Which it could be anywhere
0: it's a, you would think
1: let's that, talk about let's talk about tiny homes real quick. What yeah. is a tiny home, Isaac?
0: A tiny home is a piece of usually like prefabricated building that you can kind of put up yourself on a piece of property that you have.
1: How about this? It's a mobile home.
0: That's true. Yeah, it's a mobile home.
1: It's a mobile home. It's like a trailer. It's, a it's just you home. put you put the you make it fancier. Yeah, you make it fancier.
0: That's exactly what it is. And it's a I mobile
1: think, home. It's a manufactured home. It's the same thing.
0: And the mobility of it really shined in this <laughs> the story. Mobility
1: really shines. We could really get up. I and mean, go. some of them are even on wheels. This right. one wasn't even on wheels. They still well, took it. it. Is
0: now, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. It could be anywhere. That's the thing that was. Anyway, is, be on the lookout for this right <laughs> sidey home, guys.
0: I think what's wild is that I, I looked up this sort of side statistic talking about this story. Um, 60% of millennials apparently reported that they're interested in the concept of a tiny home. Like yeah. that's, that's huge. That is an entire generation of people in North America that are at least interested in the concept. Yeah. So this is something that you probably know someone who's seriously considering a tiny home, which is cool. Yeah. That's great. Um, <laughs> Might I suggest, though, a pretty robust security system or something, maybe some trail cameras next to it, something that would maybe get a theft on record while you're gone.
1: In the real estate world, the best way to protect your investment is financially, and that is by putting it on a permanent foundation. Boom. Because that way it makes it resellable. Cuz then it's a real tiny house. Perfect. It's not it's on a permanent foundation it counts as a house. It's right. not any lo- it's not any longer a mobile home. Right. You want to make sure that it's on some sort of concrete slab. You want to take that, that will mobility, make it more of a
0: home. You want to take away that mobility aspect of it.
1: <laughs> if that's what you value. I would, I would unless say. unless you value the mobile aspect of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, guys, that is our episode Anyway, for this be week. on the
1: lookout. What's it look like? <laughs> be on the
0: lookout. Uh, that's a good question. Let me look up and see that there's a description of it here. Yeah,
1: we can we can prevent this. We have listeners.
0: This is now a true crime podcast. This is a true crime.
1: We're going to be on the lookout. If <laughs> you have any <laughs> tips.
0: Yeah. So it's a brown uh, wrap around sort of style tiny home. It's shaped like a big rectangle. Let me
1: see, because you're bad at colors.
0: It's brown. Look at that brown roof
1: okay yeah it's like building. a chocolate brown with a tin roof
0: who's bad at colors now what's up called it was brown on the pot
1: <laughs> with white trim so if you see it
0: yeah if you see it anywhere contact the state police in michigan
1: <laughs> or get on our facebook group yeah write it in we'll and we it will together. contact it, yes. them together we'll we're gonna solve this you guys It'll together great. we can together we can
0: wonderful